0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Joe McGranahan.
1: Hey, thank you, and welcome back on board On The Mark for a Thursday morning, 570-743-9565. That's our hotline number. The phone lines are open. Give us a call if there's something on your mind this morning. Got a couple of things on mine I'd be happy to share with you, but uh, you're the star of the show, so give us a call and tell us what you think and what you're thinking about out this morning 570-743-9565 our telephone number our email address on the mark at wkok.com or you can text us at 70236 and include the key phrase otm at the start of your message who brings you on the mark i bet you can guess on the mark brought to you by the sunbury motor company a family-owned dealership since 1915 4th Street in Sunbury and the Kia dealership on routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Find out more about them at sunburymotors.com They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturday from 6.30 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can find them on the web, as I said, at sunburymotors.com Check out their online Specials or build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. The Sunbury Motor Company does sell Ford, Hyundai, and Kia vehicles, and they are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks, including all sizes of trucks. They have a large truck shop, a parts department, a body shop, an alignment shop, and a repair garage for all types of vehicles. They're a master towing service with decades of experience. Sunbury Motor Company selling more cars, satisfying more customers, since 1915. Well, yesterday we talked we had Congressman Dan Muser on the program to talk about the uh, ousting of Kevin McCarthy and we uh, have a comment from EB that we didn't get in yesterday. She said it's weird to hear Dan Muser whining about Kevin McCarthy getting the boot as Speaker of the House and sneaking in a reference to the Biden crime scandal. This would be a good time to remind everyone that he's on the re-election committee for Trump who is facing 90 felony charges and was recently found liable for fraud. I'm guessing Dan's middle name is hypocrisy. Well, I think you can support President Trump without being called a hypocrite, and I think that's what he's doing. And, you know, he wasn't one that voted to House McCarthy. Uh, I think what he, the point he made, and I thought it was a good one, was that the, the other people who voted against uh, McCarthy are not conservatives. Uh, and then one of our emailers also says, Yesterday on the mark, one of your callers said Jim Jordan molested children. He did not. Please look it up call back and apologize that you lied and gave misinformation about a human you know nothing about I would just not let this I could just not let this go slandering a good man I heard our caller Jim I think from shemokin Dam say that but I wasn't certain what he was making reference to and I didn't have time to look it up during the course of the program because he called right at the end but I'm not aware of any charges of Jim Jordan being molesting children so I will try to look that up again today if I get a chance Bill you're on the Mark from Bloomsburg. Good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, Your Honor. Hey, uh, I was touching on like uh, they had the twelve uh, appropriation bills, right? Yep. And, uh. and I believe that there's twelve of them, right? Instead of waiting till the last minute that they they do because they haven't had a balance a balance since 1990. Yeah, uh, but they should have every month should be a an appropriation that they should sit down and work have th- thir- about 30 days to work on and, and, and do the line items. Now, what they do is they'll agree on a couple, but I, I don't, I clarified it, but they'll, they'll agree on three or four, and the, what they, they pass is called the omnibus bill, right? Right. So what that means is that the balance, the balance of the bills that weren't uh, approved or Figured out what they're going to spend on each one. So say if there's seven or eight, right? So what they do is they they say omnibus, and then they pass it. So that means the the Senate Speaker of the House gets all that money, and they delegate how what goes to what different fund. But last night on Jesse Waters, and and here's the thing is like there was fifty thousand pages, and they'll add pages all the way up to like ten minutes before the signing, and he brought like that. <clears throat> AOC wanted half a million dollars to renovate a bathroom in a library. Right? They wanted to give seven million dollars for a park and almost five million to put Wi-Fi in. I mean, uh, he was—he was—he was. They found they—they they said they—they they went through one quarter of the bill. You know with a team of uh, whatever, they wanted $3 million for a playground in California, right? They wanted uh, a million and a half a million and a half dollars for a bird sanctuary. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: I mean, they wanted a, 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 a million dollars for solar panels in California on low-income housing. But then o- o- AOC wanted to refurbish a basketball court, right? And you're a mayor, you have basketball courts in your community. Yep. She wanted a million dollars to refurbish a basketball court. This is the wasteful spending that, that 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 gets sneaked into these bills.
1: Well you know it's funny you mentioned and- this because I had uh, an article from Jason Chaffetz, who's a former congressman, he was uh, writing on Fox, and he said something that ties into what you're talking about, Bill. He said, "Since we hit the 33 trillion debt deficit threshold, we are adding over 800 million dollars an hour in new debt. We've accumulated more than two billion dollars a day in interest on that debt, and thanks to the most recent debt ceiling bill, there will be no cap on that debt until January 2025." There is no greater threat to our future freedom and prosperity. Can anything be done to slow this runaway train of inflationary government debt? I don't think I don't think anybody's going to slow it down, do you? Well
2: well here was, here's was the one that really got me right so, so in in Nancy Pelosi's district, they have a train station and and Water made a statement. How, how many floors are on a train station? Maybe one or two, you know, train station right. a building. She wants five million dollars to put her elevator in, and in that, this bill,
3: hmm.
2: five million dollars. This, this is the, this is like the unaccountability, where they know that they'll, that they'll agree on uh, the military, and, and the military is in, in poor condition because uh, Biden gave all our billions of dollars worth of stuff in Afghanistan. He gave all our all our ammunition away. Right now if we went to war we, we don't even have the ammunition to back up everything. But they uh this is this is how they're putting us in the dirt. I mean <laughs> and then just and we're what, thirty three trillion dollars in debt to China because we keep borrowing from China? Like no. at what point at what point uh do they just say, Hey, we want our money back and we just give us uh just give us land <laughs>
1: Well, what's worse, I I think what's worse in this whole situation is a New Heritage study found that only 10 percent of the $7.5 trillion in COVID spending actually paid for health care. That means the Congress is charging 90 percent in overhead. And who knows what else? A serious presidential uh, candidate would offer up real solutions to that problem. And I haven't heard any of them doing that.
2: Oh, that COVID money just opened the door for uh, corruption when they were they were handed out like candy.
1: Yeah, but only 10% of it went to health care. <laughs> the yeah. other $7.5 trillion in COVID spending didn't go to health care. So whose responsibility the only, the is that? That's both Republicans that and Democrats.
2: Of, the only positive I've seen out of that is, like, say, small business owners that were able to stay open. They were, and they functioned during the COVID. That there was a, they they could put in for like I think twenty seven thousand dollars per employee to get kicked back to that.
1: Right, but that There's was spikes. after that was after the the, the start yeah, of the fact, healthcare. But, yeah, but so, you know, but still, yeah. the fact that they, uh, I think that one of the things that McCarthy agreed to, according to Matt Gates, that he didn't do was that there should be single item spending bills. Instead of lumping everything together, you mentioned the omnibus bill, and they're big fans of omnibus bills and continuing resolutions in Washington, but they should have single-issue financial bills. Let's say we can all agree that national defense ought to be pegged at X number of dollars, that Medicare should be pegged at X number of dollars. Instead of just including everything in a lump sum, we should have an actual spending bill that says this is the amount we're spending on this. That's
2: that's That's why I think there's 12 there's 12 bills and I think each bill should be settled per month. so January would be a uh, transportation bill. February would be the military spending bill. March should be whatever bill and then they they could and they could because if, if you end up with a bill with 50,000 pages and you have an hour to read it which is impossible or, or a day or a weekend they present it. It's impossible. So fifty thousand divided in fifty thousand and it, it's gonna, it's gonna break it down where they have time to go li, line by line.
1: You forgot what Nancy Pelosi said famously: "We have to pass this bill to find out what's in it."
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd
1: that That's work true. out for us? That was that was Obamacare, right?
2: Yeah. Well, liberals approved it. They're soft on crime, open borders. I mean that uh i mean the trumpster is a is, he's the man i mean he's they even should, should even have a third debate because the trump's i mean i hope he goes to the, miami and shows up on stage and uh but uh there should only be four of them there and him should be five uh crispy Keen, cream crispy should go and you know the other one should go and uh they uh and just start moving forward and get this country back i mean it's i just want to just we all have to sit back and see how they're gonna steal another election i mean with the corruption and and been done biden i mean it's it's sad
1: okay hey thanks we appreciate your comments as always give us a call anytime bill thanks so much for calling in take care Uh
2: Have a good
1: weekend. You too. 570-743-9565. That's our hotline number. You know, it's interesting he mentioned about the debates and that they, they should cancel the debates. I thought there was a very interesting comment from Chris Christie on that very topic on CNN last weekend on one of the weekend shows, and I've been saving it. This is what Chris Christie had to say about Donald Trump's plan to uh, get rid of the rest of the debates.
4: Trump is now calling on the RNC to do away with all future debates. And he writes in part, uh, Governor, I'm up 56 points, so the debates would seem to be a complete waste of time. The debates should be ended bad for the Republican Party. Now, obviously, Governor, I I know you don't agree. The debates matter to you and everyone else on the stage. But the math, of course, the reality is that all of you on that stage, collectively, in California, are polling at less nationally than Donald Trump is alone. Does he have a point?
0: No, he has no point because first off, Aaron, look, I know that that everybody out there, all the media organizations pay for these national polls and they are a monumental waste of time and money. We don't have a national primary. So if you look at what his numbers are in New Hampshire, and you look at his numbers are in Iowa, in New Hampshire, he's consistently under 40%. He's been in the low 30s to the high 30s. And in in Iowa, he has been in the high 30s to the low 40s, which means that in both of those two early important states, more Republican voters want another choice than they want Donald Trump. He wants to end these things for purely selfish reasons because he doesn't want to give exposure to the candidate's who were challenging him out there. Now, look, on the stage Wednesday night, um, I was one of the only people who did challenge him directly. Ron DeSantis kind of side-swiped him once. Nobody else goes near him, and that's been kind of typical of the campaign. I don't understand what they're doing, because if you want to beat him, you got to go beat him. But no, he has no validity to the point he's making. He's ducking these debates. uh, And it's it's wrong. It's disrespectful to Republican voters. And that's why I'm going to continue to push um, for these debates to go forward. And from talking to um, the folks at the RNC after the last debate, we were talking about the next one in Miami. And I think they'll just ignore uh, what's obviously self-serving bad advice from Uh, Donald Trump. So it's...
1: Self-serving bad advice from Donald Trump. What do you think? 570-743-9565. That's our hotline number. Give us a call. Email us at WKOK.com or text us at 70236. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back, hopefully, with your call. So give us a ring now. Want to work for
5: a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it! Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry level technician, an experienced technician or someone looking for a career change Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com in person at our North 4th Street location or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you.
4: This is Christy Garvey with Garvey's Flooring America. Did you know that Garvey's has been serving customers since 1989? We are proud to be family-owned and voted Best of the Valley for five years running. We've made a lot of friends over the years. Garvey's is celebrating our loyal customers with a friends and family sale. You save up to 50% off carpet and floors. We have a huge selection in stock and ready for quick installation. Stop by the friends and family sale only at Garvey's Flooring America.
6: Garvey's carpet,
5: There's a small, friendly borough in a Pennsylvania valley where a 1948 cable television was born. For 75 years, Service Electric has proudly served our customers and communities. We have grown from one man's dream to a business that constantly innovates, inspires, and informs. This year we celebrate our past accomplishments, while we look forward to new and exciting possibilities. Service Electric, our customers, our community, our mission since 1948. Hey there. Got your eyes on some stylish Ariat gear? I've been dreaming of those new fall Ariat boots. And I need a fresh pair of jeans. While you're in luck, TackroomInc.com is having a huge sale. From the latest Ariat boots, shoes to jeans, shirts and tops. Everything you need for that perfect country look. Oh, and don't forget. That's right. Head on upstairs and save up to 50% in the clearance area. You heard right. Up to half off on select items upstairs. But don't wait too long. These deals are flying off the shelves. I'm heading there. Now And you should too. Hurry, the sale ends October 15th. Shop in-store or online at TackRoomInc.com. Grab your favorites while they last. TackRoomInc.com, where your country-style dreams come true, and savings are always in season. Route 45, Vicksburg.
4: I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma.
1: Welcome back to On the Mark. We've got two callers on the line. Two lines open, 570-743-9565. One of our texters says, ex-Ohio State wrestler says that Representative Jim Jordan was involved in a sexual abuse cover-up. Not that he abused anybody himself, but that he was involved in a cover-up. And I admit that's the only story I was able to find on that topic. Stan from Danville, you're on the mark this morning. Good morning, sir
3: good morning so are we supposed to take our advice political advice from chris christie now
1: well i don't know who do you want to take it from
3: <laughs> <laughs> none of the none of the above so I, I like
1: chris christie i've always liked him i mean i know he's got uh, some flaws but i like the guy i think he's a straight shooter he says what he thinks
3: okay all right well, whatever isn't that mean, why, is isn't what that why is. you
1: guys love donald trump he's a straight shooter says what he thinks
3: yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, time will tell. I I, I ain't gonna get concerned about it because Christie has no chance. Is you know, he's like a snowball chance in Hades of ever becoming president. So uh, we'll uh, we'll just let it go at that. Okay. You know, he, he he's there strictly to malign Trump. You know, that's the only reason he's there, and basically that's what he said. So, uh but that's not why I called. Uh did you know this week is banned Book Week?
1: Banned Book Week? No, I wasn't yeah, aware
3: of that. Yeah, celebrating banned books. In, in certain states, you know, And I think in L.A., I heard that the library's going to have a story time for banned books for the kiddies. Well, uh, if, if the library has the book and it's still for sale, is it really banned?
1: Well, it would depend on what library. If it's a public library, it probably shouldn't be banned. But if it's a school library, they may have a say in what books they put out on display, don't you think?
3: Well, yeah, that's that's a thing, but it's not really banned, is it? Well, is a book ma- really banned if it's still available for purchase from whoever wants to purchase
1: it? Yeah, not in the strictest sense. I agree with you. It's not really banned if you can still get your hands on it. But if you make something more difficult to read, have you, in effect, banned it? Or what, what would the term be for making it more difficult for somebody to read a book?
3: well, it's not really difficult because the parents, if they decide they want their kids to read porn, they can go out and purchase the book to read porn, but it shouldn't be in public school libraries. That is the point behind all this. And for some reason, certain people on the other side of the aisle think that it's okay to have porn in a school for elementary school kids to read out of the library.
1: Well, define porn.
3: That's the the debate on this. And for some reason, everybody that doesn't want that to happen. They're maligned as book banners.
1: Okay. Wh- I don't understand what books in the, uh, I, I mean, I agree with you that I, and I've said on this program many, many times that reading material like that has to be age appropriate, but what particular is, what in particular is banned in the elementary schools that is pornographic? I, I wasn't, I'm not completely well, there, aware of
3: there, that. There, there was some stuff on queer, and I can't remember the exact names of them, but there, you know, they're in there were third and fourth and fifth graders can get a hold of them, and they basically describe sexual acts and with pictures. Okay. So do you think that stuff's appropriate to be in elementary schools?
1: Absolutely not.
3: Well, and, and in some schools they are. And and the people that are being you know are basically protesting and telling the school districts they don't want it, they're being told that they're extremists and, and radicals and and uh I I think next uh domestic terrorists the FBI's labeled some of them. So I I don't understand what's going on here. But uh, when I'm old enough to remember, that porn was never allowed into school libraries. Well, Aren't yeah. you, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I certainly couldn't find anything pretty, when I went to school, I couldn't find anything even risque in there. Yeah,
3: I, I'm old enough to remember when you went into certain bookstores. Even uh, down at the mall, they used to have uh, you know uh, skin rags down there. They were always in a separate section, up behind, uh, you know, the cashier. You know, so you know that was it. That but they weren't banned; they were just restricted to who could look at them. And you call but these that, and you but,
1: call these things skin rags?
3: Yeah, okay. well, that's what they were, weren't they? <laughs> skin mags, whatever you want to call them. You know, porn mags, whatever. Okay. but the stuff was there so beyond you could, you could see it you couldn't see the the front of the covers all you could see is the titles alongside the the gun magazines the motorcycle magazines the vogue the, and all those which was all on the same shelf but they were just kind of off to their side down at the i can't remember the name of the bookstore it used to be in the mall uh it wasn't barnes and noble That's never one in the mall uh
7: no
1: I, yeah. I know what you mean but i can't remember the name of it either um yeah <laughs>
3: okay. you know there ain't no bookstore there now i don't think but you know, so you know, but they—they they want this kid the stuff in front of you know, eight, six, seven, eight-year-olds. They don't need to have that stuff in front of them. They're going to learn about all that stuff soon enough when they get into middle school or whatever. You know, they start the sex education and all that. That's you no, know, they won't maybe it won't be quite as graphic as some of those books I've seen. I've seen a video. It's pretty amusing, actually, but this woman down in Plano, Texas, she went in front of the school board, and she started off, you know, she was, you know, allowed the two minutes or whatever it was allowed, she started reading from the book.
1: Yeah, and they, right went, out they were the very book. upset about her doing it, yep.
3: Well, <laughs> well, I don't know if they cut her off before the two minutes, but they told her her time, time was up. They never said anything to her when she was doing it, because then at the end, she read what she read, and she says, now, you people seem to be uncomfortable up there. Do you really think this stuff should be in the elementary school libraries, which it is here in Plano, Texas? And they didn't have a response. But then when they said, told her her time was up. So then as she's walking away, the school board reminded the crowd there that they need to keep the decorum of the meeting. You know, <laughs> well, but, was, but, I mean, but it's okay to have that stuff in the school for kids.
1: Well, I mean, what was the outcome of that meeting? Did they change their mind about allowing it in there, or did they just shut her that up and was, let her go?
3: Well, no, because like, like, she walked out then. Because and that was the only—that was just a part of the clip. So you never know the full outcome of the, most of these things. But I know I've seen it in other school districts. In other words, clips of that people get up and read. And in one, it was a black man. He was a preacher. And he got up and started reading that right out of the book, and basically the school board shut him down, told him he can't read that stuff in a public school meeting. <laughs> and he says, why not? You allow the kids to read it out of a public school library. Well. So, this is banned book week, and I... I, I don't understand it. it just it makes no sense because I still haven't seen any books
1: so that are banned. is the uh, okay is the the banned book week to celebrate the books that are banned and encourage people to read them or is it to Pretty much. or is it to encourage people to look at books and decide whether or not they should be banned from their school library? Oh
3: no 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 it's basically a protest week uh, exposing the ban the books that are banned to people so that, they, you know, they can protest and say these books shouldn't be banned. Well, quite frankly, if they're available for you to read to the kids yet in the story hour or whatever, they're not banned.
1: Okay, so how are they? Last question before I have to let you go. How are you celebrating Banned Book Week? <laughs> I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair it, enough. Just, it
3: just makes no sense to me. You know, they, they twist words. Words have meaning. And if a book is available for... Uh, Purchase anywhere in these in this country, it's not banned because the government would have to be banning it, right?
1: Right. Well, if the,
3: if the government said it was banned, that would violate the First Amendment. Correct? Am I correct in that, or am I no, off the I, date?
1: Think, I think you're correct.
3: Okay, so uh, nowhere in this country has a book been banned for sale. Right. So I, I want to hear from people like EB as the why they're celebrating banned book week when there's no such thing as a banned book
1: well we don't know what eb is celebrating this week if she's mentioned this or not hey listen well, stan we got to move on thank you i appreciate your call whoops i, I you still there we got to move on thank you stan well, take all care right, have a good one you too he brings up some interesting points uh, maybe we can give you give us a call if you have a thought on that as well joe from sunbury you've been patient good morning sir you're on the mark all
8: right good morning everyone yeah that's good um I have maybe like three things I'd like to touch on, starting with one that may be brief, is uh, Chris Christie. Uh, I guess appropriately, I was uh, taking out the garbage when you played his clip, but did he actually use a poll to discredit Donald Trump and use a poll to make his point that it shouldn't be that way from...
1: He, said, he, he was talking he about. Said, polls. I he was understand
8: talk- the national poll against the uh, state poll, but he,
1: well, he was talking about state polls in different states that indicate that Donald Trump's not doing as well in individual states as he is doing nationally. That a national poll shows him right. with a great big lead, but state polls show him uh, in dead heats or in some cases in very close races with other Republicans.
8: Well, that makes sense, right? Uh, I mean, you would take an overall, like an average poll of the the national, right for for that information and then you would take like sure he's not going to be doing well polling well in uh, say New York or but what what that doesn't make any sense that you use a poll to make
1: both points but he was talking about the early states New Hampshire and Iowa he was talking about those cases where Donald right. Trump is not exactly doing an overwhelmingly uh,
8: right and it was it was about not having uh continuing with the um, debates, right?
1: Right, that was his point. Donald Trump said we should end the debates. Chris Christie's arguing that that's not what we should do.
8: And I I don't really have an opinion on that either way because I don't think they're making a dent. But if I read uh, something like the Nielsen Report, I think that was the lowest debate ever this last one. And that just shows if you want to take a poll, the American people aren't interested in those people up there, and we're trying to sift through them yelling back and forth you know during right. you know some kind of discussion or argument i don't know what, i don't call it a debate that's okay. not a debate. well
1: you said this was the brief thing that you wanted to talk right. about okay. what, uh, what are the just other two
8: <laughs> someone who makes uh a point with the same one point against the other with the same process doesn't make sense but uh right. secondly did you hear about this uh a shooting in uh, tennessee where i think it was on a bus a woman in i'll say inadvertently for a better word uh wasn't the target but her she got shot but actually the, she was pregnant and the baby had died and she had lived right have you I heard did. that
1: yes i saw, heard that story
8: okay. well uh, that'll be interesting now for those uh that think that there's uh that uh a baby is not counted as a, a person until after they're born right that'll be interesting what that's state of Tennessee will do, or the federal government, and if the state of Tennessee would charge that man with murder, well then, do you think that the federal government should come in and investigate, or Joe Biden's uh, DOJ, do you think they should come in and investigate that as uh, prosecution without any grounds?
1: I think you make a good point. I'll be very interested to see what charges they do make. I don't remember hearing what the mother's condition was. I, I heard the story saying that right. the baby had died, that they had to take the baby, and it didn't survive.
8: The now, thing I heard early, and it is an early report, that she was going to
1: survive. But here's the thing. I think that the, you're not going to get what you want out of this because they delivered the baby, and it was alive when they delivered it, and it subsequently oh, died. It subsequently okay. died.
8: Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Well, then that. that at make, least that's the way I make, heard the uh, story,
1: Joe. Uh, Jim, yeah, Joe. I'm, that's the way okay. I heard the story.
8: Okay. Well, then you heard a little more than I did, but I, I didn't know if uh, that would have been a, like an instantaneous. But then, thirdly, uh, uh, if you heard because you're the one that can kind of uh, maybe you're the expert. Did you hear that the, bo- the Pope may uh, bless same-sex marriages?
1: Uh, well, let me go back a minute. I may have misspoken. I was just looking this up as I went. The headline from WSMV TV says pregnant woman injured unborn baby dead after Nashville shooting. Oh,
8: unborn. Okay. I know so they deli- yeah, we'll I know they the delivered details, it. And, and my interest is is the federal government going to come in against the state because Tennessee's a, pretty much a conservative or a red state if you want to put it that way and I'm not sure what their, you know, I don't know their state politics. I barely know Pennsylvania's, but uh yeah, okay. That's just something to follow along those lines. I mean, there are people, you know, that believe that. So, right. moving on uh, okay. about the Pope. Have you heard that? Uh, I heard that earlier. What this was morning. it
1: again? The Pope did what? Was going to uh,
8: he uh, blame or blame, yeah, bl- <laughs> blessed uh, same sex marriage. Well,
1: I know there's a lot of controversy in the church about whether or not that should be permitted. And I right, saw, and that's not
8: nothing exactly new, you know. Well,
1: I saw there were a group of cardinals who uh, sent him some kind of request that they wanted yes or no answers, and one of the questions was about that topic. So uh, the Pope didn't give them a yes or no answer; he gave them an, a nuanced answer, and I don't think that right. satisfied them. So, you know, it's right, an ongoing given himself thing.
8: Wiggle room yet? Uh, uh, he doesn't want to make that decision right yet but you know that that has been something that the catholic church has been talking about for a while now it's not not new to this pope but with his background being a progressive as he is that's what uh people are now taking concern to see where he's leading this and if they can put up an argument now rather than after he does it you know
1: yeah a lot of people on, uh, who are conservative catholics don't like this pope at all
8: no i agree that. and i'm not but uh i i do see uh i'm kind of interested in that news and um you know i do follow uh the news of what uh catholic religion is doing at that level you know the pope and that and the control that he has
1: well they're talking too about allowing women to have more role in the church
8: right that was so. another thing that's just yeah that's one thing that that's his progressive nature that with the climate change thing that he's now he he just condemned the United States for being so mm-hmm. productive, and that that was another thing. So he's a a climate change pusher too. So I guess I guess
1: I'm a bad one because I believe that the priest should be allowed to marry, and I believe women should be ordained priests. But that's just me.
8: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I I, I find it interesting though about climate change is that if you're the Pope and you know the Bible so well, you know that God is not going to let humanity die and not, or. You know, be extinct in that manner. Yeah. If you read uh, from Genesis and then particularly the book of Revelation.
1: Well, but let's face it, humanity a- will not be. There's out of
8: existence in yeah. a climate change issue, Well, there's a, I don't
1: a lot of religious upheaval going on right now. You have the United Methodist Church splitting, in some cases, over conservative and liberal philosophies, and I think you're probably going to see that. You have it here in the country, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, it all seems to be based on conservative values versus liberal or progressive values, and we're going to have to find some way to live together. Hey, listen, Joe, we got another call. we got to move on. All right, very Thank good. you, sir. Take care. Appreciate your call, as always all right joseph you're on the mark for milton we'll take you before a break good morning sir you want to talk about banned books
9: uh yes i do uh you were talking about the pope uh, but i, I want to talk about the jewish people i've been in israel quite a few times and when i go there i speak of our heavenly father by name yahweh and you know in their book <laughs> the Jerusalem bible which i purchased over there has hebrew on one side and english on the other but the preface of it says it's unlawful to mention the name of the almighty when you come to that name in this book you must say adonai it's strictly forbidden to mention his name this is uh, astounding to me because his name is we're to magnify his name lift his name up glorify his name as david did as as all the prophets did and yet their leaders say it's unlawful to mention the name of yahweh
1: what's that got to do with a banned book
9: well they're banning it in their book
1: no they're banning the name they're not banning the book well
9: that's the worst thing uh he, you can't separate him from his name it should be in your king James bible six thousand times it's not there one time well it is in psalm 68 4 in a in a derivative form but i want to go on to the banning of books here all right uh the catholic church is well known on banning reading the bible now, this is a religious organization that bases this hope in the Bible, I hope, but they don't, uh, didn't allow the people to read it and, uh, until the 1950s. The services were in Latin, which nobody hardly knew uh, in the congregation, of course. Uh, and, and now it was only recently that they allowed the people to uh, have scriptures and read it. But back five 600 years ago, you'd get killed if you got caught with a, a scripture in your hand. You know what I'm saying? That's terrible. And, and you look at Democrat-Republican, we say the, the Democrats are responsible for slavery and uh, the Ku Klux Klan, which is true. And yet, you know, we look at them today, they haven't changed, and neither has the Catholics, other than they allow you to read it, but they put their spin on it. You know what I'm saying? They say salvation can come through the Savior's mother. I don't see nowhere in any Bible it says that.
1: Well, but that's not banning a book. That's an interpretation of your of a book well, that you may I know, agree or disagree they, they might
9: with. Well, you if you've got to say that.
1: Well, not that that's your opinion, but other no, people no, no. don't Pope share John, that opinion.
9: no, Pope John Paul II, I was in the Vatican when he came in, and he said that Mary is the mediatrix of all grace necessary for salvation. Well, she didn't die for our sins. Her son did. She had to repent and accept his blood for the forgiveness of sin. She was a sinner just like you and I she's a wonderful woman, but all sin comes short of the, uh, the glory of Yahweh, you know?
1: Okay, but, but this is a long way off from banning books and well, public schools. Well, I'm just
9: saying this organization, although they don't ban you from reading the Bible, don't put a spin on it that that just nullifies everything the Scripture says.
1: Well, I'll tell you. I hate to tell you this, but there are how many versions of the Bible are there? This isn't a religious program. I'm not going to get into this too no, deeply. No, no, no. There, there are many, I have a many, point many versions. A uh,
9: translation of the Bible.
1: Okay, so and uh, in other words, but the Catholic one's wrong. All the other ones are right. Yeah.
9: there's truth in the Catholic Bible. There's truth in the in the Mormon Bible in the Jehovah Witnesses Bible. But I, I sort that truth out according to the the scriptures that i have and the revelation that i've gotten from not just the scriptures but from heaven itself
1: okay so this has all been revealed to you
9: oh yes oh
1: okay well
9: i offer hey i had a radio program wmlp years ago i offered ten thousand dollars i offer today you show me one place in the king james bible which everyone screams that that's the authorized version and so forth and it is where the disciples who wrote the bible ever baptize anybody in the titles Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Okay. They never did. Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10, Acts 19. Okay. Well, it we... was always in the King James It says in the name of Jesus.
1: Okay, we got to take a break here. I'm sorry, but we, we're we running out of time for this call. We're behind schedule. Give us a call, 570-743-9565. Email us at wkok.com Text us at 70236. We'll be back.
5: Hi, this is
6: Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle wireless headphones that'll be two hundred dollars i'll use my capital one quicksilver card
0: now that's a hit you used the capital one quicksilver card which makes you the hero of every purchase with quicksilver you earn unlimited 1.5 percent cashback on every purchase everywhere
4: i wanted running music but unlimited 1.5 percent cashback is pretty heroic
0: good instincts every hero needs a theme song the capital one quicksilver card what's in your wallet
4: If you're not using the Giant app, then you're grocery shopping in the past and missing out on all of Giant's awesome exclusive offers, tubular digital coupons, and righteous rewards. And the best part? It's all right on your phone, but not the kind with an antenna that you keep in a neon green fanny pack. So get with the times. Get the Giant app and get saving. It's pretty, well, rad. Giant. For today's table. Who
6: doesn't need to save money on their grocery bill? Hi, this is Justin Michaels of Surplus Allet, and I invite you to come explore the many grocery items at below wholesale prices at Surplus Allet. If you haven't checked out your local Surplus Allet, you're missing out on the savings that could go right back into your pocket. Surplus Allet carries the same items as the big box stores, but with greater savings. I encourage you to stop in today to Surplus Allet to see for yourself the great selection of paper products, pet food, cleaning supplies, health and beauty items that go along with your everyday groceries. The cashier will be sure to do the checkout for you and bag your groceries when you're done. It is fall, and fall means football season. Tailgates and time with family and friends to watch the big game. Surplus Outlet has you covered with all your big game needs. You always score money-saving deals when you shop at Surplus Outlet. Stop in often and save even more money. These specials go by fast. Surplus Outlet has
1: two great locations, Route 11 Northumberland and Route 15 Montgomery. Surplus Outlet is open Monday
7: through Saturday, 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. and closed on Sundays. Be sure to follow and like Surplus Outlet on Facebook at Surplus Outlet Grocery Stores for special deal notifications. Do it today.
1: Welcome back to On the Mark. Our hotlines are open, 570 743 9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. While uh, we're taking the break, I was looking up what books have been, in quote, banned, unquote. And the most, it uh, came up with a list of the 10 most challenged books of the year. One is, uh, the number one most challenged is Gender Queer, a memory by Maya Kobabi, or Kobab? Not certain what that is. Number two, All Boys Aren't Blue by George M. Johnson. Uh, the, number three, The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. It was challenged for depictions of sexual abuse, EDI content claimed to be sexually explicit. I didn't read All Boys Aren't Blue is challenged for LGBTQIA plus content claimed to be sexually explicit. And Gender Queer is challenged for content claimed to be sexually explicit. Number four was Flamer by Mike Curado. Uh, and it's been banned, or challenged, rather, for LGBTQIA plus content claimed to be sexually explicit. Number five, a tie, Looking for Alaska by John Green. Again, same content. Uh, number five, also in a tie, The Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chbosky, and that for depiction of sexual abuse, LGBTQIA plus content, drug use, profanity, claimed to be sexually explicit. Number seven, Lawn Boy by Jonathan Evison, and that's challenged again for the LGBTQIA plus content and pornography supposedly. Number eight, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian by Sherman Axley, Profanity, Claimed to be Sexually Explicit. Out of the Darkness is number nine by Hope Perez, challenged for depictions of abuse, Claimed to be Sexually Explicit. And for number 10, also a tie, A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Moss challenged uh, to be sexually explicit and crank by ellen hopkins uh, for drug use claimed to be sexually explicit so it's hard to tell tell just those are the challenges but it's hard to tell what the material is about with respect to whether or not it has the kind of redeeming value for young people that should make it permissible in our school system but you know the fact that people read these books and find that kind of sexually explicit material in it uh, it, is quite, it is troubling if you don't know the age of the kid. If you can't say this is contextually right for a young person, then I think you've got a problem. And I don't blame people for being upset about that. If your parents want you to read it, that's great. You know, get it, take it home. Uh, but, you know, the argument is, well, if, if you want to keep your kid from reading a book, that's fine. But don't stop other people's kids from reading it. Well, you're not. If, as, our, as our first caller said, if Stan said, if you, if you can buy the book, it's hardly banned. Okay, Dan, you want to comment on this topic on National Banned Book Week. Good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, Joe. Boy, you know, the big question I have, okay, there's a lot of banned books, but why would a person have the appetite to read some of that stuff? I won't call it trash, but that's what it is. I have no appetite to read any of that crap, as I call it. I have no need to. It it would do me no good whatsoever. So I'm more worried about the person that reads the junk than the book itself. It's bad enough that someone wrote it, but who would want to read it?
1: But Dan, if it helps you understand other people, the way they live, what motivates them, and how they react to things, isn't that part of the learning process?
7: You know, Joe, I, I'm gonna—I might get you a little hot, well, but ahead. I'm gonna—I'll say it anyway. I have a book laying right here in front of me. Tells I know what
1: book it is. Yes, I know.
7: Everything I need to know, and that book is the most banned book that ever was. Our friend Joseph brought up about the Catholic Church. Well, not only did they ban it, but it's banned in Russia, banned in China, banned, banned in North Korea. It's a hated book, and it's because it tells it like it is. It uh, tells the truth.
1: You know, you know you're you're mentioning something that isn't entirely correct. First of all, the Catholic Church does not ban reading the Bible. In years past, back in the did, back yeah. in the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, yes, yep. they did. They it thought did, it was yeah. dangerous and really Martin Luther felt the same way during Reformation. He thought it shouldn't be available to all people at, at least initially. You know, but I think that they've come a long way since the Middle Ages and to start talking about what happened 4 or five, 600 years ago. Uh, again, comparing it to today isn't really the case. I mean, it's it's not a fair it's argument. It's
7: relevant. How? Uh, it, it's relevant to today because the book is still banned in a lot of places, and I just mentioned a lot of them. And the question you have to ask, why is the world afraid of that holy book? It comes straight from the Almighty And why would a book like that be hated? You you have to ask yourself why.
1: But it's not hated. It's the best-selling book in the world.
7: But why? I know you like to
1: think it's horrible and hated, but it isn't.
7: It isn't. Ninety percent. Now, I'm talking, you know, and I know, China, Russia,
1: these are, atheistic, is, these are athe, atheistic countries. They aren't countries that are saying, right. well, you know, you're all welcome to have your religion here, but we're going to ban the Bible. They don't say that. They, they just don't like any religion.
7: No, it's especially the scriptures. You can be put in the gulag for a long time and tortured in China. They have a real war on the scripture. Well, Same in lie. Iran. No they doubt. have a war... Uh, Because the Bible sets people free. It set me free. Any person that takes it serious, it sets you free. And them places, you can't be set free because your religion has to be the government.
1: Fair enough. Dan, it, listen, I'm up against a hard break here. Hey, I've got to hey, take you it. have a
7: great week. You too, my You too, sir.
1: Friend. Thanks a lot. Appreciate yep. your call. We do have to take a break. We'll have time for a, one, one maybe call after that, and we have a caller standing by. We'll be right back.
5: Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it! Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry level technician, an experienced technician or someone looking for a career change Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service heavy truck service, body shop and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com in person at our North 4th Street location or call Todd at 570-286-7746 Your new career of working on Ford's, Kia's, Hyundai's, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. Today everything
6: seems like it's constantly changing. And just like the rest of the world, today's housing market is also changing. Whether you're buying or selling, you need an agent who can make sense of all those changes and market fluctuations to guide you through the process with a steady and helpful hand. Hi This is Larry Johnson, president of the Bowen Agency Realtors, and we've been helping you find your perfect place for almost 50 years. That's why folks have voted us the best real estate agency in the Valley for seven years straight. Working with one of our highly trained and knowledgeable agents to buy and sell your home saves you time, money, and gives you the best results possible. We know what's important to you, and we always provide all the details you need. Remember, our team of realtors is the most trusted in the market. We have the most up-to-date and extensive housing listings along with the most valued commercial properties. Coming or going, trust the talent at Bowen. Come see us in Sealands Grove, Sunbury, and Lewisburg, or online at bowenagency.com.
5: Hey there. Got your eyes on some stylish Ariat gear? I've been dreaming of those new fall Ariat boots. And I need a fresh pair of jeans. While you're in luck, tackroominc.com is having a huge sale. From the latest Ariat boots, shoes to jeans, shirts, and tops. Everything you need for that perfect country look. Oh, and don't forget. That's right. Head on upstairs and save up to 50% in the clearance area. You heard right. Up to half off on select items upstairs. But don't wait too long. These deals are flying off the shelves. I'm heading there now and you should too hurry the sale ends october 15th shop in store or online at tackroominc.com grab your favorites while they last tackroominc.com where your country style dreams come true and savings are always in season route 45 vicksburg
4: here's something you've never heard before
1: are we back? Okay, Cindy, you are on the mark this morning. Good morning, what, what time we have left, we'll give to you.
3: Good morning, Joe, and to all the listeners. Listen, I wanna raise um, two issues. The first one is, given how the polls went when it was Clinton versus Trump, I'm astounded that anybody cares to listen at all to the polls. Remember, right before the election, Clinton had 60%. That's what all
1: the polls were saying. Cindy, I'm so sorry. We're out of time. Please call back Monday early and finish your thought. We'd love to hear it. Sorry about that. This is one of those days. Earlier in the week, we had plenty of time. Give us a call at the start of the program. We can give you plenty of time to talk then. We'll look forward to seeing you back here on Monday on On the Mark, brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. This is WKOK Sunbury.